What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, cartoons, comic books, action figures, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson. Oh, actually, and it said three brothers. This is two brothers and a shot of milk. We still have yet to get the band back together again. Well, we did for the 50th. We did for the 50th. But we're missing Chris today. We're missing Chris today. Rich was handling business. He was with his family and taking care of things. And and Chris is out there saving the world. So... That's living a double life. Living a double one so, printer at a time. One tells us that he sells. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Chris but, is like um, Tommy. He's like he sells things. He has a job. Like, what do you do? But anyways, how was your week, guys? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? What's going on? Rich man, how's your week been? Oh, listen. been out of town too. How's your how last two you weeks been? been? That's what I want to know. How's your last two weeks been? To your <laughs> ring finger, Rich. Listen, get out of here. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so first weekend went out there, uh, uh, brought my girl down to visit the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well received. Nice. Um, no one uh, showed out and uh, embarrassed me. That was good. Well, maybe my uncle, but you know, he, he does that regardless. There's going to be one uncle that's going to be. Who is that one uncle? Uh, the weekend after that, my, my girl had a, uh, a work function down in National Harbor. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I don't know if, anyone, if y'all have ever been to National Harbor, but it looks... The town looks, it looks fake almost. It looks like a, a TV set. Like a Hallmark town? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it was nice, though. Regardless, it was nice. Um, expensive to live, too. Anyway, we went to the, oh, I got to say this. We were, we were at the Gaylord Resort. No, uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> when she told me that's where we were going, I thought she was playing with me. Like, wait, no. <laughs> where are we going? I got to put this in the GPS. She was like the Gaylord Resort. I'm like... Okay. All right. That was it. That was my two week. That was my two Sundays. That wasn't here. So real. What I've been watching. Yes. Well, I want. I want to ask you. Then give me just real quick. Like, did you love it or hate it? Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. It was mediocre, in my opinion. It was like a five. It was average. It was. It was entertaining. Yeah. But it was just like it was nothing that was popping out at me. It's pretty much our general consensus. Did you get a chance to see Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers yet? I started watching it and I fell asleep like somewhere in the middle. It was uh, it was it was entertaining. Go back, finish it. It's better than it needs to be. Yeah, so like, we, my man, like you really start thinking about stuff. Like what was his name? Uh, Monterey Jack. That stinky <laughs> cheese, brother. He had a problem. He really did. He had a full on addiction as he kids. Did. And we were just like, yeah, it's just cheese. Like no, that could uh, be meth. That's he's like he was on that heroin, man. That stinky cheese. Okay, cool. Yeah. What, what else you been up to? Um, that's really it. I really haven't been gaming that much, even though I was I was off the whole that whole week, and I really didn't even touch my Xbox. Um, I was just watching TV and catching up on sleep, and then being with the being with the family. You know, I really wasn't you know trying to pre uh, entertain myself with any other thing. Um, I watched. I finished today. I don't know why I did it, but I just ran through uh Stranger Things season four. Oh, don't yeah. say nothing. Don't say yeah, nothing. yeah. I just ran through that. I was like, man. I it's didn't know it was going to be like, yeah, part one, it, yeah. Part one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a part that kind of got me. I was like, ah. I, I think part part two is like later this summer, though. They're not making you wait. Yeah, too. it's like July 1st, I think it said. 
Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That yeah. was uh pretty dope. Other than that, I've been jumping around. Uh, I mean, taking care of my automobile stuff, and then I uh, bought a few things. Actually, I got a lot of things, guys. Yeah, a lot of pops out here, which yes. I, I can't even show all of y'all. But you know, and a few other things. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna give an honorable mention. I don't know if Jack sees it in the back there. I got a little package from him. Yeah, buddy, right there. Did you happy fiftieth? <laughs> happy for yo, my man got me an amazing Yamaguchi Deadpool. And I took it out the box real quick, and he has like he's like fully like fully posable. Um, he comes with a base with a with a stand on it. Oh, um, wow. uh, uh, pimp him out. Um, he has like three sets of eyes, uh, like six sets of uh, like three sets of hands, uh, a sheath, a set of swords, unsheathed swords, uh, two guns. Because this ain't no McFarlane toys. Facts. Um, <laughs> and my man, it's pretty it's pretty dope. I'm gonna start looking for these uh, amazing Yamaguchi. What's the uh, figure complex? What's the scale on that? Is that a six inch or seven inch? It's seven? right around seven. Seven yeah. inches. It's okay. just a little bigger than the six. Yeah. Rich, that might be your next like freaking <laughs> collect. You might start collecting yeah, if these bad if boys. They're, if they're not, if they're not too crazy in pricing, yeah, because uh, these pops are getting out of hand, man. They don't stop. Rich. They don't. Oh, they, they just don't. keep going. And a good friend of ours just became a pop. Who's a pop? Malcolm J. Goodwin. Is he a pop? What's yeah. he a pop of? For iZombie or Reacher? For iZombie. Good for him. I'm having Clive, Clive Babineau is now a pop. I get, now Clive we got to get a Clive Funko pop. Well I've done. Been, I've, been, I've been hunting for it. I, I haven't been able to find it yet. Man. But it's out there. It's out there. Uh, I'll go next. Why don't I go next? I didn't really do much of anything. Uh, not. In our genre, it's not even adjacent, but I started watching Candy with um, Jessica Biel on Hulu. Yeah, like forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Rich, it hits in a way that you like. Oh, what is this? And it's like this hits. Yeah, <laughs> it hits. It's like this. This housewife. I'm only on episode two. This housewife, and what is this? The early '80s, late '70s. Yeah, it's like the early '80s. The early '80s, yeah, early '80s, '70s, somewhere around. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just freaking intriguing. Like I'm I'm really curious to see where this is going. It's violent, but it also and she's she's doing amazing work, man. So I'm watching Candy and uh but Shay and I, we were off for a while, but we jumped back into Superman and Lois, uh-huh. which is it's good. I mean, it's good. They have a couple of things that make it feel a little CW, and I don't mean that in any bad way, but like there's this guy with a machine gun, right? And he's opening fire on all these police, and the police are behind their cars shooting shots at him, and he has like nothing blocking him. And he's only standing there so Superman comes down and he can inject himself with something to give him power so he can fight Superman. That's the only reason why he's like standing in front of bullets coming at him with no powers. That felt very like... Mm-hmm. CW will go get a little comic key where you kind of have to really suspend your disbelief. And this show, you didn't really have to so much. And then when you see these moments, it kind of takes you out. But it's still a great freaking show. And Jack, it's not Doomsday, sir. It is not, not Doomsday in that suit. Oh. Spoiler alert. Bizarro is in that suit. The, the freaking mask cracks off and Superman sees his face staring back at him, but it's all white and cracked. Really? Oh, I, I gotta jump back in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out of date with it at the moment. Pretty good. Been watching Young Justice. Eh, mm-hmm. Eh. Mm-hmm. It has arcs. Some arcs I enjoy more than others. Uh, and oh, last thing is Time Traveler's Wife. Shan and I are continuing watching that, and it's just it's sweet. It, that's one to watch with your lady, Rich. Because okay. it's like it's just enough 
action and and and, and supernatural stuff, but it's mm-hmm. all just a love story. It's just one yeah. big love story. Um, so yeah, man, that's me. What about you, Jack? What you been up oh, to? I tried to. Well, it's been a busy week, so I haven't had time to do a lot of things I want to do. One of which is start Time Traveler's Wife. I watched the trailer, mm-hmm. and it looked actually really good, in my opinion. And and if you, okay, I said this last time, if you've read the book, the trailer gives the whole story away. So it's like, geez, guys, just put everything on blast. I wonder if you'll like it since you've read the book. That's, that's I, my but the, but, but the trailer looked phenomenal. I was okay. like, I'm excited to, to see how it translated. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of books don't translate well into film because of the short form, long form content. A book is long form usually, and a film is pretty short form. But television's long form, so you have time to develop these characters and really kind of pay homage to the things of the book that make the. Obviously, they're going to change things. They always do. Hollywood can't help themselves. But I don't know. The trailer looked great. Um, and I instantly identified so many moments from the book in the trailer that mm. it was it was almost too much. I was like, Jesus, man, you're not saving any anything. There's- there's a magical moment, and this isn't really a spoiler. There's a magical moment where, you know, the wife meets him for the first time, but it's not her first time. It's his first his time first. meeting her. Yeah, yeah. And he is a complete butthole. Like, yeah. he is not the person that she spent the last 30 years imagining. Right. And she bumps into the older version of him who she has known. And he goes, be patient with me, basically. Yeah, and he's basically mm-hmm. like, I'm... The reason she's like, you fully formed me to love you the way you are now. And he's like, and I'm the way I am now because of you. Because of you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, so it's a relationship where the time is at a joint because he meets her when she's a child and he's like 40 something. But he, I'm sorry, she meets him when she's a child and he's like 40 something. He meets her. When he's, when he's like 28, he's, he's like, like 20 something and she's like 20 something. And so it's just, but she spent her whole few... life with this idea of this distinguished, and, mature dude. And she meets this 28 year old who is the complete. Yeah. And, and in a relationship at the time. Yeah. So no, nah, it's, it's, it's yeah. Um, so, uh, I, so, so I did not start watching that. I haven't had a chance to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the digression, everybody. <laughs> Uh, I've watched a little bit more of, of Death Robots. We got one episode left. Oh, I, forgot about that. I did watch oh. that. Yes. Thank, yes. Yeah, so good, man. So good. Love Death Robots. So good. Um, thank you, Netflix, for that content. Sure do appreciate it. Can't wait for the next season. Um, haven't started watching Stranger Things. Want to. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Top Gun. I want oh, to, but I'm, I'm hearing... Shocked. I, was, I know I was I knew you were going to give us like a little review, man. I was trying to go yesterday. I was trying to go this morning. I was trying to go Friday night. Um, I'm hoping to maybe go tomorrow. I'm hearing a lot of mixed reviews about it. I think uh, from a lot, a lot of different people I listened to, he gave a review on it and it made me think that you're going to love it. Cause he's like, is this a good movie? I don't know, but it's the right amount of nostalgia for the thing that I loved when I was a kid. See, I heard that the opposite from a couple people they said it's basically just the same film like even the beach volleyball scene yeah would you be okay with that 
Well, I know it's in the film, so I know I'm expecting it. Would you, you know? be okay if it is a rehash of the same film, but you get to see this dude 30 years later? Would, Listen, that, would I, that satisfy I like, you? I like Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like the new Mission Impossible trailer, which I don't know if I thought it looked good or not. It looked like a lot of dusty sand shots. The whole trailer looked like a sand shot. Just maybe the first thing in the movie, usually the trailers for these big guys are like that. But um, I like Tom Cruise, so... I want to see the film. I heard one guy say just one good friend of mine just raved about it. And then three other friends of mine really trash talked it. I normally walk into a film, just draw my own conclusions, but uh, I haven't had a chance to see that yet. I think the dude was like, if you go see it, don't watch it as a sequel. Watch it as a love letter to the first one. I know, but that's what that's, that's maybe a problem. It should just be a good film. Yeah. And yeah, (laughs) but that's, that's how they sold the film. It's a, it's a love letter to aviation. And so I'm like, okay, cool. But what about the plot? No, it's a yeah. love letter to the But the first, first one didn't have, yeah, the first one had plot and his eyes were wacky. He had to come. Anyways, whatever. So I didn't watch that. Yes. We're talking <laughs> about all the stuff you didn't watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, let me, so let me wrap this up. Here's what Sorry. I did. I've been playing a little more than Mega Man. Again, Rich, thank you for helping me get the controller set up to the iPad. My God, no it changed everything. Um, but the game's now at a point where it is a pay to play game when you really want to start advancing. Uh, And mm. I've I've about maxed out my ability to really enjoy the game without now you got to just wait for things to happen so you can collect enough free stuff so you can get the things so you can be strong enough to advance to the next level unless you drop the 20 bucks and I'm not dropping the 20 bucks on it. I would buy this game for the PlayStation. I still wouldn't. Like these subscription-based ideas, and I don't know, you you can spend hundreds of dollars on these games yeah. instead of you know you spend sixty dollars and you own the game, you can play the game and beat the game. Yeah. These pay-to-play games, they're free games, but then you drop twenty bucks here, yeah. five bucks there, two bucks here, a dollar here, it's just a dollar here. Here's another dollar, 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 dollar just a dollar, me... and then you're like, shit, man, I just I just paid, I just spent two hundred dollars on a free game. <laughs> What? Let me just let me just say something on that. When I was when I was uh, recovering from my my motorcycle accident, uh, I was playing a a phone game. It was like a spaceship game, like build resources and whatever, and, and build up your your armada and whatever. Um, and it was like some multiplayer to it. And let me tell you, while I was high on these painkillers, I spent like two hundred dollars in pay- ad stuff. I was like, no, <laughs> I need to delete this thing. <laughs> yeah, I had the same problem, man. I was playing, and this was like. 10 years ago, I was playing this phone game. It was a Marvel game. It was a Marvel card, kind of like um, Magic the Gathering, but it was Marvel characters and cards. Yeah. And I was so into this thing, like crazy into this thing. And I was dropping a dollar here, five dollars here, a dollar here. And I was looking at my uh, my bank statement. I was like tallying up the numbers. I was like two, three hundred dollars I dropped on this free yeah. phone game. So I stopped buying stuff, and I, I made a conscious thing. All right, I'm never doing this again. Pokemon Go, free, fun game. Yo, you pay to play. It's so easy to drop a dollar on that game. So I made a conscious effort. All right, I'm never never doing even a dollar for these games again because I have an addictive personality like that. I know I'll just keep dropping. And then that game was discontinued. Oh. And so, when I, so when I got my new phone, I couldn't even continue to play this game that I had spent $300 on. And so, yeah. so never again will I spend a dollar on a free game. 
game's free, I'll play the free value of it. Man. Anyway, so I played some Mega Man. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for the control. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's basically been my week. That's enough. Nice. All right, I'm out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very <laughs> <Jack> much. Walker faces <laughs> Um, I'm reluctant to ask you this question because I don't really want to ask you this question. But since the one person who appreciates my sense of humor is not here, Rich, I have a question for you. (laughs) What's that? What do you call a computer superhero? What do you call a computer superhero? A screensaver. No. See, no. No. It's not fun when Chris is in here because he's the only one. He's the only one that understands me. You know, that joke actually might work better reversed. Say it. Hey, Lawrence, you know what a screensaver is? What's a screensaver, Jack? It's a superhero for computers. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It just don't work out out either way. (laughs) Well, thanks for that, Lawrence. Well, I do the best I can. Man. But you know what we can do that is fun and we all enjoy? We can go down the street, take a right at the stop sign, left at the light and we'll be at the collector's corner here at the collector's corner we take something out of our toy chest something off our conduit shelf something out of our video game case we showcase it to the world it could be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental what do you guys got so we all know the amalgam comics when dc and marvel blended together right yes okay what you might not know is that wasn't the only time it happened. Hmm. There was another comic line where DC and Marvel crossed over and the Justice League fought the Avengers. Wow. Hmm. Did that happen before or after? That's a great question. It happened after. This was a mini series and there was four comics and I have all four. I'm going to show you the covers. And the first cover, number one, JLA star, the Avengers. You got... The Avengers and the Justice League kind of teamed up on the cover, looking at some something in the horizon, perhaps. Do you think Superman gives them all like insecurity, knowing that whatever they're looking at, he can probably handle it by himself? Well, wait. So in this one, <laughs> in number two, the battle ensues. And yes, Thor and Superman take the helm of the two teams and battle it out. And it expands from just the Justice League and Avengers to all characters of the universe are involved again. I mean, all of them. And then what's kind of interesting about this one is it's also multiverse-ish. So it's not just Superman, but Superman starts changing forms. They all start changing forms to every... Uh, visual incarnation that they used to be at some point in the comics. So Superman has long hair, or we see the blue lightning version of Superman for a moment. Thor is, you know, all the characters kind of start shifting through their various costume looks through the end of it. Hmm. And this is an iconic image that you've probably at some point seen before, but maybe didn't realize it's actually a comic. Number four, Superman wielding... Captain America's shield and Thor's hammer. I know there's some Marvel executive that got a freaking ulcer when they signed off on this. That Superman is able to wield Thor's hammer like it's nothing. Well, so you got to read the comic. So the the cover leads you to believe that, of course, Superman kicked everyone's ass. Right. He pretty much does, but that's not what happens in the comics because they're all heroes and heroes eventually work together as we know. So what happens is 
Captain America gives Superman his shield. Use this. And then what happens is Thor is getting his ass handed to him, and he's about to be 86, and he throws Mjolnir across the panels. Superman! Throws the hammer, and Superman catches it. And then, man, he's got the power of a god, and he's already Superman on top of it. That's that's so much respect because even like Marvel people that made decisions, they all go, Superman's the granddaddy. Like he's the granddaddy. Yes, but there's something interesting about it. At the end of the comic, when the battle is over, Mueller is laying on the thing and Thor's walking over to it and Superman's like, let me get that for you. And he can't pick it up. At the end of the comic, he can't pick it up. And Thor walks over and he picks it up and he goes, my father put a spell on this hammer. Only I can lift it. And in extreme circumstances of need, those deemed worthy can lift it. Uh, okay. So he deemed them worthy for the moment. Got it. Yeah. In, in extreme circumstances. So that's sort of a cop out. He's still worthy. <laughs> He's still of course, worthy. but it wasn't an extreme circumstance anymore. So, right. the, so the all father's spell held anyway. So that's my show and tell item. The four part series of the justice that's league sick. Avenger crossover. The other reason I, I wanted to show this is this is another um, famous comic book artist who passed away the last couple of weeks ago. And he had petitioned really hard back in the day to make this project happen. Justice League mashup with the Avengers was created by George Perez, who passed away on May 6th. Uh, he was longtime writer and artist in comic books. And uh, the that was his kind of dream job was to put this mashup together. It actually happened after the amalgam version. So it was a little harder to pull off at that time too. That makes sense. That makes sense. But still anytime we can get more Avengers versus justice league. Any this time we can cross over comic every book characters. three years. What are we doing here? Please. Oh man. But rest in peace, uh, George Perez. Rest in peace. Rich, what you got? Uh, well, I went down to Arkansas, my brother, Hit me with a few things. He called me for one of them to see if I would like it. But uh, hold on, let me see. he got me two. Got me two little things. He got me. I don't know if you are, are familiar with, with Chibas. They're like little smaller version of like you no know, animes and anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like like cute cutesy kind of. But he got me a Dragon Ball Z joint. Oh, that's nice, Broly. And you know, he's got himself a clear base with a, with a little stand to put into his back, but he's like tippy toes on the base, but he's kind of like flying, charging up. Got the ear, the ear, uh, loincloth kind of raging out there. Can I focus? Is it focusing anyway? Nice, got me that one. Boom, Dragon Ball Z bent Bondi. Uh, there's a couple of more. The reason why he got me this one because he was he was finishing out his collection and he just happened to find it and he had an extra or something like that. So, got me that. That sits on my desk right there, constantly looking at me, getting me hyped. <laughs> and then he got me this joint, which I haven't even seen this before. My Hero Academia, the hero villains. Oh. Uh, this is what... Um, is that NECA? No, nah, Pe- uh, Ben Pestro. Huh. I see that. Yeah. So is, it, is. is that a statue? Is it movable? No, nah, it's not movable. It's a statue. Comes with, comes with a base. My man's like about to, you know disintegrate someone has a, a trench coat hoodie trench coat open flailing in the wind and it was pretty simple to put together was, i think i think maybe this was all together the hands he put on himself and then the hand on his face yo anybody and knows about the details 
and then it just it just sits right in there like the 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 hair is grooved so the hand like just fits right in there and pretty much pretty solid on there oh look at that detail though that's sick that's a good piggy then you you gonna be starting like mad different collections rich yeah this one (laughs) starting you up (laughs) this one sits on top of the mac mini and he also looks at me you almost need to get a deku of that brand and have them like face each other yeah yeah i mean I kept the box so I remember to 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 look to look at it and to, to try to find it. it. Doesn't give me any more details of other. It's just all boom, just that one guy. Yeah, on every corner. So, nice details. Nice, nice. Me, I was, I grabbed. I was in my toy case and I was like, I haven't looked at this dude in a while, man. He's sick, Jack. I think you got this for me. This is Superman okay. from Ooh, um, Public looks- Enemies. Good. Uh, oh yeah, man! Comic, and this is uh basically designed after the artwork, and it's just a dope figure, man. The blue is is that royal blue, but there's a metallic sheen to yeah, it. Yeah, I was about to say. It's. I normally don't like that tiny cape, but it, for the artwork, it works. For yeah. this artwork, um, it's pretty dope. I'm and really Jack, digging that blue. Really? Yeah. Good. I mean, it's it's metallic. It's metallic. And the S, I mean, Jack, you, you showed a figure last week and you were talking about how much you love the colors. So this is this one. And I think. All right. So how good that suit looks. Look at how bad this suit looks. He is holding up Brandon Routh action figure depicted exactly from the film. And his colors are kind of electric blue and burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> That's like browndendy. Yes, yes. There's a, there's a strong distinction. It's like look, look at this dude. shelf, man. It's like you can't there's miss. Strong... There's a reason he ain't up there. But and okay, oh, while we're doing on. this, darker colors, but you have to make sure that they all complement each other. So you can right. do the darker color. But that's still red. But it still has to be red. This is brown. That is brown. <laughs> I'm holding up my Man of Steel action figure, Henry Cavill, and the colors are much darker, but. The red is still red, and that is still blue, but it's yeah. not this blue. Wow, look okay, at how that, good that looks. That just pops. I'm so sorry. This is not a visual medium, and we're just talking about stuff. <laughs> how good it looks. <laughs> this will be on the gram. That's terrible. My Superman action figures. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. So, Star Wars Visions is getting a season two coming spring 2023. So we're getting more anime anthology stuff. Or, or, or they'll change the format. I don't know what it is yet, but that's what we're getting. Well, I hope they heard our review and give us more of what we like. Just give yeah. us a whole film of that first joint. That would be better than a bunch of short <laughs> ones that we don't like. Man. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick is the highest grossing debut in Tom Cruise's career. Wow. That's huge. And we're still kind of in pandemic. We're definitely still in a pandemic. This dude has come out with like 13 Mission Impossibles, and this is his highest grossing. That's well done, Tom Cruise. Uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick had the highest grossing debut in Tom Cruise's career and the first to pass $100 million in its opening weekend. It passed $100 million in its opening weekend. That's crazy. That that doesn't mean it's good, but it means good job. It means good job. Yo, you want to know what's crazy? Winnie the Pooh has gone into um, public domain. (laughs) 
So what? there is a Winnie the Pooh horror film that's coming out. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I saw <laughs> that. I thought it was a joke. No, it's not. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is a horror retelling of the famous legend of Winnie the Pooh. So that, so that also means Winnie the Pooh is over 100 years old. I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. I think public domain happens after a century, doesn't it? Something like that. I don't, I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, it's 2022, 100 years. Yeah, for sure. 1922. Yeah. That's, that's why uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, Peter Pan, all those things went uh, public domain within the last decade. Dude, this is- You and I, can we wild. can make a Sherlock Holmes movie right now and don't got to pay a dime. It's same as doing a Shakespeare. It's ours. Dude, okay. I love that Winnie the Pooh's first foray outside of Disney is going to be this freaking slasher, whatever this thing is. <laughs> amazing. Jeez. Well done, everybody. Um, let's go to the trailer parks. Ooh, it's time for the trailer park trash. <laughs> may not be trash. <laughs> Willow. Yo, we got a oh, that looks good. trailer. I'm happy it's a sequel and not new. It's a reboot. Yeah. I mean, it- I got to watch the first one because I have no idea what any of yeah. this means. Gotta You've never seen the first one? one? When I was like 10 or 8. Okay, I'm sure it's mad offensive now. Can't watch what? this. <laughs> yeah, that movie would never get made again. Nothing in the 80s would ever get made again. Unless it's Top Gun. <laughs> it's probably the same movie all over again. <laughs> um, what's really crazy about this is that the producer has revealed that Val Kilmer will be part of the revival series. Oh. Which is pretty cool. You know, Val Kilmer's in Top Gun. Yo. And, and well freaking done. And Willow looks dope. I feel like this is this is what Disney does really well. Fantastical, but there's humor and it's whimsical. It's not Lord of the Rings and it's not Game of Thrones. It's, it's, it's right in that Disney lane. So I'm excited for it, although I barely remember anything from the original. Now it says it's a sequel or a retelling? It's a, a, re, a revival series. So it's a sequel, but it's a series instead of a film. The, the, uh, the lead actor is is in this. Yeah. Old. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. He's and all grown up. It's taking place so far into the future. That just gives them license to do whatever it is they want to do mm-hmm. as long as the world, hopefully the world is mad consistent. But um, that's pretty cool. You know, and, and another thing that was fun about Willow, the movie was some of the original days, pioneering days of CGI is in that mm. film wow but also some dope like anim animatronics and dope i hope they don't i hope they lean into that too so you think about willow and legend and all those movies back then is like yo yeah. the, the makeup and the stuff was amazing so oh, yeah. hopefully we'll get some of that dwayne johnson says we're gonna get a black adam trailer in june we're going to get a Black Adam trailer in Great. June. So we're going to get the trailer in June and the movie two years from now. You know how Thanks. it is. The Rock is a hype machine while we're still on trailers. Yo, the official Thor Love and Thunder trailer drops. Yo, one of my favorite villains for Thor in any of his comics is Gore, the, the, the God Butcher. And that's who's the villain of this comic. Yes. And that's actually the Thor comic storyline I've been telling you to read for the last 10 years is that storyline. So the the fact that, yeah. And what's crazy about it is I have that the first 10 10 issues of that storyline. This is Thor the way I love him. Dopey, 
fun, silly, charming heart of gold. Because this wasn't the Thor we got in Thor 1 or Thor 2. This kind oh, of no. birthed with um, the last uh, Thor film. Uh, Taiki? So, yeah, Taiku Waititi. He rebranded Thor into this heart of gold kind of guy. And Thor is the first hero in the MCU to get a part four. He might be the only. Huh. No, yeah. He's the only one. Everyone else has three. And, or, and, or have, di- or, and have died at this and point. have died. Or went back in time, lived a whole life, and <laughs> is old now. Yeah. So it's interesting how, but none of these movies appear to be what we're looking for from phase one, which is, are we starting the machine again? So I don't know what, I don't know if this is going to set up another phase or this is just going to be a dope Thor movie. But. Well, but look, you, you, all these characters almost at this point have been uh, shifted. Hawkeye is shifted to pass the mantle to Hawkeye, mm-hmm. the girl. Um, Captain America's past his thing. You got yeah, you got Hulk and She Hulk and She Hulk's now in. Yep, and same is true with uh, Black Widow has passed her mantle to the sister. Yeah, okay. And now Thor is passing his hammer to Jane. The only one who's finished his three films who now is at the beginning of his journey is Spider Man. Like Mm. he's the only one where it's like now we get to see you be Spider Man. If we get more of those, but right, yeah. now we're, we're enjoying Marvel films like DC, like we're just enjoying the movies or not, but we're not, it's not like we're looking forward to this giant Avengers team up. Like none of the movies appear to be leading to something aggressively. Kind of too bad, actually. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think they can beat Endgame. Like what they built to over tw- like 20 movies. You're not getting that. Again. Of course they could. The, of course they could. And comics have done that for, for as long as comics have been around. It's and it's what you said about the Umbrella Academy. Well, they are ascending again. <laughs> well, the universe is doomed. But on, end, the, Endgame the, is, is one of those once you don't get that every time. But that is why it's such a shame that what they were doing in the Loki series isn't actually pl- playing out here. I wonder how they make those decisions between what's on television and what's in the films. Because that that could be as big or bigger than Thanos. Right. All everything we know about everything we know is just well, the it felt yeah. Loki made it feel like uh um what's his face the villain um the, what's his name the guy, uh oh, Marshall No 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 the uh, the Kanga Kanga destroyer Yeah uh Kang Kang. Oh, Kang, Kang, Kang. It felt like this is the new big bad that's going to be, you know. Yeah. And I know he's going to be in um, Ant-Man or a version of him because it's the multiverse. I don't know. But Conqueror, Thor looks dope, even if it doesn't lead anywhere. I'm still down for a good movie. And I, to be honest, I kind of got tired of Marvel using average films that lead to something great. So I have to sit through. But now we just have average films that don't lead to anything. Well, now they got to make them good. Sorry, Doctor Strange, five, five, five. Chris said five. We all gave it a five. Doctor Strange one was a five. We just, but it led somewhere. That's my point, though. No, you should just going anywhere. You should make just good movies. And unfortunately, it should have gone everywhere. You should just make good movies that can stand alone without now depending on they're going to watch it anyway. Hundred percent. But when's the last time that happened? Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, but that's the exception to every rule. That movie was phenomenal. All the Spider-Man's movies, because of Sony, his movies don't lead anywhere. 
He's losing. But, his but they haven't all been exceptional. Right. You're right. That's true. Okay. okay. That's true. Is that it for the news? I <laughs> hope so. That's it for the news, everybody. That was the news. That was the news. <laughs> Yo, Rich, stop smiling. Why? Because we got a debate. Let's, Let's get, get ready. ready. Oh. Yo, I'm about to ask the geekiest question in the freaking world. This is 40 years old, living in your mom's basement, surrounded by comic books kind of question. This is like you get with your friends outside the comic shop when you're 15 years old and you ask this question. And I'm going to ask you guys this question. If you can go on a date with a fictional character from a cartoon, comic book, video game, or anime, would you go on a date with and what would that date entail? <laughs> How is Chris not here? I don't know. Yeah, he would have. He would have. Yeah. Oh, man. Who wants to let, go first? I'm going to let someone go first on this one. <laughs> I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. Oh, I was thinking about it for a while. Oh, <laughs> boy. Like decades. Like for a long time, since I was 10. <laughs> I want to say storm for the culture, Rich. <laughs> but in reality, I'm saying Sue Storm because she, as far as my knowledge is concerned, has been an amazing wife to read Riches. Like you don't get a better partner slash confidant than freaking Sue Storm. You just and had a date though. I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to marry it's her no after one date. Yeah. If I'm going on a date, if if I'm gonna step outside of Shay. I'm keeping everything He's in. Looking for a new wife. <laughs> Listen, we got to be down for the long haul. Wow. <laughs> okay. No. Went and got himself a white woman. There you go. An invisible woman, Jack. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Black people are going to run. Go to hide. I can't let them see me with you. Hide. <laughs> Shut up. No, but I mean, like, when you think of, like, he has that Lois Lane thing, but she has superpowers. And okay. if I went on a date with her, I think it'd be a great conversation. I think she, she and she's brilliant. She's a brilliant mind. I'd be intrigued by her mind. And like she can put a bubble around us and we can go anywhere because we're invisible. We can like go anywhere. Where would you go? Where anywhere. Would you go? Exactly. Like anywhere. You were planning the date and you would put it on her to. I know. I would plan this relationship not going to work I out. I would plan the date, person. but I'm like, but you got to get us there. <laughs> so where where is she get, where is she gonna take you? You gotta get us into this exclusive <laughs> resort in like Belize. Like I, I'm the go to the Met Gala. You if realize make us, invisible. make us invisible. You realize she's a she's she. They're on the billionaire list of comic book characters. Oh, she's man. incredibly wealthy. She can just I don't know what she stands to. I don't know what she stands to lose in her divorce from Reed Richards when she finds out she's dating me. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I gotta tell you this is unexpected. This I wasn't expecting this day. I don't know what I was expecting, Jack. I don't think I've yeah. thought of this since I was probably in fourth grade. But <laughs> what's your answers? That's Sue Storm. You don't get a better lady than Sue Storm. Man. I think of I all right. If I were going on a date with someone, I would I would take Tifa Lockhart out on a date. Okay. From Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. And I would take her to the Gold Saucer. Remember that one, Rich? Yeah. I'd take her to the Gold Saucer mm-hmm. where we'd uh, gamble and she could do some fighting, like in a cage match situation, because she likes that stuff, gets her going. 
And we top off the gold saucer with, of course, some Chukaboo racing. Because if you can't enjoy that, why are you going there in the first place? After which, I would take her to dinner at, I'm going to mispronounce this, Margot Alatas. And I'd get her the lasagna. Because the lasagna gives a phenomenal HP, XP, and strength boost. And this girl. She was like, what is is all this? No, I think he's just using her to live in the world. I don't think he really wants to date her. No, I definitely want to date her. We're going to do everything I think she liked to do. Trying to have a good impression on my first date. And we'd top the date off by jumping over to Final Fantasy XIV, where we'd go to Aorza and Stargaze. Because Tifa likes to stargaze. And if you've played Final Fantasy XIV, the skyline is incredible. Okay. I don't know oh, if I'm impressed or horrified, yes. Jack. <laughs> Rich, oh, what do man. you got? Uh, listen, what's my, Deadpool doing? Was, what, what are you I in was, Deadpool? First of all, watch your mouth. <laughs> Second of all, I was bounced between like three. I was like, I, I'll probably date Sonata, but then I was like, no, because she'll probably uh, bleed my pockets dry because she got a very bad gambling habit. She'll probably take me to some you know, crap house or like casino and just, just run me racket. So I'm like, no, nah, we can't do that. I would pick Winry Rockbell from Full Metal Alchemist. I would take, I would say we would do lunch, a car event, maybe a drifting event, a drag strip, something like that. Um, maybe hit up the uh, Liberty Science Center because, you know, like the tinkering science and everything like that. You know, from Mars doesn't know who she is, so I got I to gotta blade out. She's yeah. very she's very technical with stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mechanical and whatnot. So um, maybe a little bit of dinner and then we'll end the night in the garage just uh, building a car or something. I don't know. Mm. Grease monkey stuff. That's that's it. Maybe she can make me an arm to replace this one. You know, I you know I've been talking about now. That's arm. really why you're taking her out. This is just a ten step plan to get her to build. Don't you manipulate an arm. his date. <laughs> look, yeah, don't listen. You listen. don't want to date her. You just want her to build you this don't, arm. Don't don't okay, devalue his. Why, you just sat here and talked about how you wanted to get snuck into places with your date. Right. She's right. a okay. woman, Rich. Yeah, okay. All right. She's yeah, a wonderful woman to get you in the place for time. free. All right. You know. But who's Fair your enough. third option? Uh, who was my third option? Oh, uh, from Bleach. Um, orange hair. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I forgot her name, but I didn't pick her because not much like, of an sorry. option. I don't even know her name. Yeah. Rangook. I mean, I mean, she got some assets. That's the reason why she was my third pick. Can I pop a picture of her? I, I don't think I screen share. But anyway, I mean, because we're talking dating here. We weren't talking about looking for life partners like Lawrence. I'm we're sorry. talking about dating. Like Jessica Rabbit? No, it wasn't Jessica Rabbit. She was from Bleach. Uh, okay, I got it right here. Ren, Ren Giku Matsumoto. This and those the, who know, know. This is the most problematic debate <laughs> we've ever had. <laughs> those who know, know. Boom. Okay. Well, wonderful debate, guys. Um, awkward. <laughs> it gets awkward. Let's get to the reason why we're here. It's time time for the the main main event. event. Yo, man, Disney is doing the Lord's work. Whether you love these series or hate them, you can't deny the way they bounce from Marvel to Star Wars, from Marvel to Star Wars. It's got the whole thing on lock. Then they'll freaking drop Encanto. 
Here's all the little girls, we're dropping Disney movies. The boys, we're dropping Marvel stuff. The OGs, we're dropping Star Wars stuff. They got us on lock. And they hit us with that Obi-Wan Kenobi series, man. So we're going to start off with a spoiler-free synopsis. And then we'll give you our spoiler-free review. And then we're going to jump in to the deep dive. So I'm going to read this right from IMDb. So you can't say we're spoiling anything. Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi watches over young Luke Skywalker and evades the Empire's elite Jedi hunters during his exile on the desert planet Tatooine. 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 Tatooine, baby. Yo, first of all, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's some reason mad misleading on purpose. Great. Um... I dig it, man. I dig it. It's not perfect, but I'm enjoying the ride so far. Why are you shaking your head? No, I- I'll, let you, I'll let you go. Like, hold on. Yeah, I dig it as well. I'm I'm enjoying. It. I like the little. You know, they get a little for the people that weren't involved in the uh, the movies and whatnot. That kind of gets you like how we got here, how we're gonna go yes. to where we are. And I was like, okay, I could dig on that. Um, and listen, man, like my man was just trying. I, yeah. I dig it. That's what I'm going to say right now. I dig it. Jack is shaking his head, though. What's your problem? Uh, no, listen, I, I dig it, too. And and uh, we'll talk about it. I'm enjoying it, uh, but it's not without some things that are, like, cringeworthy on some levels. Okay. But Ewan McGregor, back, I love the whole take on the thing. I love the, I love the conflict he has. Mm-hmm. Trying to, I mean, I love it. The backdrop of it, I dig. Yes. Okay. The details of it, yeah, some of the things are it got me cringing. Well, and I think we're going to talk about some of the things that I imagine some super Star Wars heads are going to have issues with as well. So let's, okay, that's our spoiler free. So now we're getting into spoiler territory of Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. Well, season, well episode one and two. Episode one and two, yes. Episode one and two, or as they say, part one and two. So, ooh. ooh. Like, yeah. So um, this thing starts off, like Rich said, man, they give you a really dope recap slash edit of episodes one through three, the prequels. You get to They're see- Almost better one. than the original. It's definitely better than the original. Yeah. Like I mean, that, the original meaning the- Yes. Four the, through six. The prequels, for those who don't know, were not received well at all, but the story inside of them are crucial. And that edit gave us a better movie than the movies gave us. Yeah, it was um, only about three minutes. It's about three minutes. So basically, you got to see Obi-Wan meet a young Anakin Skywalker as a kid, then it progresses to him as a teenager. And the final third film is their showdown where he beats Anakin. And then, you know, that's how basically Darth Vader is born. Very brief recap of the three movies. We're not going to spend too much time there. But what's amazing about this is, is that for Star Wars heads who know those movies are panned, who know those movies are whack, this show is still saying, we're paying dividends into them. Like we're gonna we're gonna reward you for for enduring those prequels. Well, it's pretty freaking even great. seeing that setup and then just the first two episodes, I have such a better understanding of the hermit that's Obi-Wan walking into the original Star Wars movies now. Yes. Like, yeah. oh, man, the angst and where he came from and like Wow, this guy had a journey that led him to this planet. Yo, and if you were, if you're a Star Wars head for real, 
and you watched Clone Wars, the animated series, which is canon, mm-hmm. that yeah. series happened before the third episode, before Anakin goes bad. So you got to see like a whole animated seasons of their bond as like brothers. Yeah. So if you watch that and then yeah. saw like episode three where they fell apart and now where he is now, you are all in your feels. Um, so I thought that was pretty dope. So yeah, we pick up pretty much with freaking um Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's living as a he's a butcher, right? He's cutting yeah. that meat, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he's spreading the meat, Rich. And and, and <laughs> you can feel the pain in this guy. Like yeah. in every shot, you can feel that this is a guy who his life did not go as he anticipated. Well, they say in the series, you'll hear it a lot, Jedi, a Jedi will hunt themselves because they can't help from doing good. Right. So the fact that he is not living as who he's supposed to be, yeah, it is torture. It's a daily torture. But he justifies it because while he's there living as a hermit, he's keeping his eyes on a very young Luke Skywalker and um, his uncle and aunt who are raising him and he Mm -hmm. keeps eyes on him and he sends him toys. He sends him things. Um, But he's pretty much living in a cave bartering with what are those cave Jawas? Jawas. Yes. Um, And it brings you right into the world. Uh, And then what I didn't expect here though, guys was for us to be spending time with Luke Skywalker's twin sister, Leia. This is the switch. This show made you believe this is going to be a lone wolf and cub story with Luke Skywalker. Mm. But we're spending a lot of time with Leia, who is this 10-year-old, super mature, super smart. Troublemaker. Uh, troublemaker, but you which, can adventurer. Which, which also makes sense, because when you Absolutely. go to those original Star Wars, she sent the distress call to Obi-Wan. Right. Now, here's now we're going to get into this. We're going to get into that when we go on, because that's a, I think, a, a possible area of um, inconsistency in it. Because, well, we'll get there. So we see her, and she's every bit of who I imagine she would be as a kid. Like, she doesn't belong in this palace. She belongs in the fight. She's an adventurer at heart. And we see that in the, the other movies. Um, so basically, we see these inquisitors, right? They come. And then you guys can jump in here. Well, we're just going to pick it apart as we go along. Mm. The Inquisitors come and they're basically hunting the remaining Jedis. Like they're, they're, their main goal is to just extinguish and kill Jedis. Um, and they come to this town looking for a Jedi. And uh, they all are the Inquisitor, but like the sister, sister, uh, she's, she's third sister. The third sister. Third sister yeah. So you got three Inquisitors that show up originally. There's one who's clearly the Alpha. Then you got a guy with a funny hat who's the Beta. And then you got the third sister who is got a chip on her shoulder. She's more aggressive. She's reckless. She's brash. And so she's lying. She she's a thing for Obi Wan. She is tracking him down. Which, which is kind is- of the. Which is clouding her judgment, according to the Alpha. But and but they've been doing it for ten years, and so the events that unfold now, I go, I don't know about the sequence of events, given the nature that they've been searching for Obi Wan for ten years. Right, and well, like because later in the show we find out like whoever captures Obi Wan will find favor, right, with Vader. Right. Yes. And- now there is a great moment. I think it's an episode. It's the end of episode two where yeah. Obi-Wan realizes he's he's given the information that um, Anakin's alive. Right, because the end of episode three, he leaves him for dead. He thinks Anakin died in that freaking yeah. volcano fight. 
And the emotions that Ewan McGregor convey registering this information was such a showstopper for me. I'm like, man, he's phenomenal. Because he already was registering the emotion of having to kill a son. But to learn that his son survived it was almost even, it was worse. It was worse. It was worse. And on top of that, he's still working for the dark side. Yeah. So now he's not even working. Like he's, he's at a place where he has people that, are hunting for his good favor. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yo, this is exactly what he didn't want to happen. This is why he put someone he loved down and it didn't work. Um, It was it Hayden Christensen in the tank at the end there. Has to be. Yeah. He's, he's all over the marketing. He's all over. I mean, he looks so unidentifiable in that shot. Yeah. And I wonder how they're going to use him. Are they, are we going to get flashbacks or is he just, the story's eventually got to go there. Right. Well, you don't if need. He's in it. You don't need to bring him back to be in the suit. Why not? Because you don't need him in the suit. But this is the only series they can have him in again. But they Maybe. don't need him in the suit. Maybe he wanted to be in the suit, and they just worked out a deal. Like James Earl Jones wasn't in the suit in the Star Wars films. He true. just did the voice. He can do true. the voice, but we don't need him in the suit. That's true. So maybe okay. we're gonna get. Well, you know, it's Disney, baby. We always get the mask off these guys. Boba Fett. <laughs> His mask is gonna be off probably all the time. Yeah, but you yeah. can't do that with Darth Vader. Well, you watch this. We literally the last shot was with his helmet off. They gonna he find there. They he was in the the, the water. They're oh, gonna he was in the a, tank though. Yeah, that's gonna, he's gonna be in the tank every freaking episode. They're gonna find a way to show this dude's face, guaranteed. <laughs> he might be. All right, let's go back to talking about the content. So, anyways, <laughs> Leia Leia is a kid, and and her dad Jimmy Schmidt. Yes, right? Smith. Phenomenal Smith. actor. Yeah. The, the, he, was in the, the, he was in the first uh, episode one, the prequel. And he was in all of them, actually. And one, that's, two, three, yeah. Yeah, and that's who Obi-Wan, they split him up. They said, we need to split the children up. Uh, the girl, who's going to take the girl? He's like, we'll take the girl. You know, you can see this in the recap because they always wanted a daughter. And Luke went to his uncle. And Leia, when, okay, they're at this party, right? And her cousin's a jerk. And he makes it a point to say, you're not one of us by blood. Was that a force thing she did? Because she almost read his mind in Red yeah, Riot so. Act. Was that a force thing or just shows how smart she is? See, I didn't, I didn't think it was force, but though yeah. she is akin to it. But it did, it did show her instincts, no question. Because they showed um, the third sister reach into homeboy's mind to find out where Obi-Wan is. So they're, they're, yeah. they're but sensitive. She's, yeah. Yes. I took I mean, it. She's I, took it as, I took it as that she had. She was kind of using her force without realizing she's, she was using force. She's force she sensitive. Of, yeah, she's she force was like sensitive. Digging into his head a little bit, like, oh, well, this is how you really are. Da, 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 yeah, da. it felt too. Yeah, it yeah. was inviscerating. Whatever it was, <laughs> nice. yeah. and she broke him down. Um, and then you know, and you then get, you had this wonderful scene with her and her father. Yes. Where you saw the mom try to get through to her and she couldn't. So she passed it off to the dad. And the dad walks up there and you're like, how's he going to reprimand? And he doesn't. He praises his child. And then by the end of the conversation, gives her the choice to do the right thing. She says she's going to do the right thing. And then, in my opinion, the worst scene in both of the episodes ensues. Leia runs to the forest. The family realize that she's missing. And then there are goons, and that's the only way I can describe them. There are goons in the forest, and they're waiting for this child, Leia, and they're literally arm's length away from her, and she runs. And you have three grown-ass men, women, goons 
chasing a child and somehow this Dude. thing goes on and on and on. I'm like, this is a Fast and the Furious chase scene that's going to go on for 20 minutes and it's a child? I, I marked this in my notes because it happened again in the second episode. <laughs> yes, it did. And I'm like, yo, I'm in it until this freaking chase because it's not like it's she's this ninja parkour star. Worthy. It's and like, then- no. She's running like you would imagine a 10-year-old would run from you. And by the end of it, she doesn't get away. They just, they grab her. So they're mean, like, why do we go through all this? It, it's but, cringeworthy. And that's where I think the, the Star Wars heads have issue, where they can smell the Disney on it. They can mm. smell the, this is a story about a princess. They can smell the, 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 san, the vanilla, the sanitite. Like freaking Moon Knight should have been freaking the Punisher. It should have been that gritty and that dark, but then you Fine. get the Disney. But she could have, she could have run away. But thirty seconds of it, not three minutes of it. You guys no, nuts? Because they want to showcase not just how smart she is. They they're showcasing her physical ability. This is the Disney princess story, which is fine. Here's another thing I didn't need. If you've watched Boba Fett, uh, yeah. If you watch Boba Fett, there are these unwatchable moments in the content where he gets on this whatever mammoth creature he's riding. And he traverses the desert as a snail's pace. And he does it several times. (laughs) Well, that happened here too. I mean, we got got Obi-Wan getting on some sort of camel anteater looking thing and walking mad slow through the desert. Even when when the dad shows up, right? Papa Bear King shows up. Jimmy Smith shows up and he goes, hey, listen, Obi-Wan, I came to your planet to say, listen, I need your help. And what does Obi-Wan do? He gets on his camel creature and traverses the desert at a snail's pace. Yes, granted, he's going to go pick up his lightsabers. I get it. But how many times do we need to see it? Jack, this is baggage. Man's off yes. the grid. What, you want him to jump in his castle? This is, ba- this is, this right is you bring a grievance I just don't want to see other it. shows. Yes, you but show it wasn't it to me bad. Once. Here's the deal. You show it to me once, I get it. I mean, the guy walks like three hours in the desert on his camel creature. I don't need to see it ten times. I understood it the first time. Just show me get him getting on and off the creature. I got you. I didn't have a problem with him riding his camel for what was probably 15 seconds in real time. Yo, man, this <laughs> felt way longer than 15 seconds. I'll tell and you, that's nothing. It, and it's a buildup. It's the buildup to him digging out his lightsaber, you know? But we, yeah. we, we skipped ahead. So they, the, 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 the Inquisitors, they find that Jedi. They find a Jedi. They find a Jedi, the Jedi. And um, and you really see how brutal the third sister is. You know, she's 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 going to town, and she's walking like she has, like Jack said, a big chip on her shoulder. He gets away, right? I think I dozed off for a second there. He, he gets, gets away. away. The stupidest <laughs> way, like away. the other inquisitors, just let him run out the door. It's weird. Some of this action didn't weird. make any sense. And um, the sister's a little too, uh, you know, snidely whiplash. She's one dimensional. Yes, but I appreciate the actress. I, I appreciate I, the actress. I don't appreciate she's the not, storytelling of it. Right. She's not leaning into it. She's she's doing everything, but she's just she's kind of leaning into it. She's kind. You know, I, I she's actually playing in the stillness. She kind of angry the whole time. You can interpret lines a lot of different ways. You don't got to be angry on every line you talk. Was, for yes. two episodes. You know, Jack, you, you're right, and I think that's I think that's the Disney part of it, where like the villains are villains and the good guys are good. Where in the original. Han Solo was a good guy. (laughs) It's funny. A friend of mine just gave me a, uh, you cannot buy the original anymore. The original, original Star Wars that came out before George Lucas 
re-edited it 17 mm-hmm. different times. You can't find it anymore. This guy gave me a flash drive copy of the original original. And listen, man, Han Solo fires first. Yeah. This, it was more gray. It was more yeah. gray. And you had innocence and you had skepticism, which would be Han Solo, innocence, Luke Skywalker. But it wasn't like mustache twirling villain and super good guy. But Disney, this is what Disney kind of does. Disney creates stock characters you don't have to think too hard about. Think about Obi-Wan. I mean, his trajectory so far is not that different than Mando. It's not that different. Now, Hugh McGregor is an amazing actor, so he's going to add layers into this thing no matter what. But as far as this guy who doesn't want to get involved, but we start loving him because obviously the person he's protecting will start needing him and through her eyes, through Grogu's eyes, it's, it's very similar. And I'm not saying it's going to go the same way, but... And I enjoy it. I'm not a Star Wars head, so I don't care if it's tonally different. But for Star Wars heads, I mean... But it's nice seeing this guy who's broken. There's a moment where Leia, she's pushed off or she falls off the top of a roof. And Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan, leans off to the side and he has to find his Jedi connection to the Force again that has been buried so deep that he's basically just a person Mm -hmm. and he manages not exactly to find it but to find it just enough where she lands gently instead of crashing to the ground right and then you have another ridiculously stupid moment this is what makes the content hard to watch that moment was incredible all the while the one-dimensional third sister is doing all this crazy parkour and she's moving so fast it's like takes forever i'm like how did you not get to them yet yeah but then right when Leia's on the ground and she's still on the ground, somehow Obi gets to the ground floor and she hasn't moved because I'm like, wait, what? How did he get down so quickly? He yeah. found a set of stairs, but there are still people on the roof shooting. So that conflict hadn't exactly resolved itself yet. And where the hell is the sister? She was like two buildings away at that point. Did she like, get there first? Yeah, there was. A and lot not of only that. did she not get there first, she didn't get there at all. Right. Right. A lot of that was weird. And, and even before that, I'm all for super smart kids who have no right to be this smart. But then it's weird watching that super smart kid become so stupid. So stupid. So like so you're mad quick. savvy. You're so quick witted. Then out of nowhere, because we need the plot needs you to run away from Obi-Wan. But so all of a sudden conflict for the sake of conflict. And she's mm. dumb for it. Like how smart she was. She wouldn't have ran away into that city. And that city to me was a Disney version of a Star Wars city because there was no real threat. This is supposed to be like the worst freaking city. This is like where this is where scum live. And I, I, the texture of the city was so nice to get out of the desert, though. Which is why I'm also happy. He this is in a Luke Skywalker story because we would have been in that desert oh. the whole series. Oh lord! <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, which was my problem with Boba Fett. I don't mind the desert. Just tell me a good story, man. Now, the weird part about this is uh, Haja, who basically uh, Obi-Wan says, yes, I'll find Leia. I don't want That didn't make any sense either. So he's like, I'll find him. He goes to this city to get clues and he finds out there's another Jedi there. He goes to visit this Jedi who's not a freaking Jedi, man. It's like Canal Street, New York City. He is just swindling people using magnets and things to make it look like he has 
force magic and Obi-Wan confronts him and says, you're a criminal, you're a swindler. And he gets him to tell him where he can get clues from. And that's pretty much he goes in and, you know, he saves Leia. But when they're on the run, he pops up out of nowhere and is like, I'll help you. Why? Why? <laughs> and yeah, he's like, I, no he's like, I like money, but I do. I do help those people. And I'm like, okay, maybe he is a good guy. He just does what he, maybe the culture in this city is, that is a good guy. I'm with you. But then when he confronts the third sister, like. This made no sense. It's, it's life or death for you now? And, and I'm sorry, but the way that scene ended, was, I call BS. I call red flags. That She's woman was killing everyone. The whole There's, time. How did he live? Why did, off, like, so all why you did, had to do was just read minds? You had to chop hands off? No, but. But that was him sacrificing himself, which made no sense for his character. Right. And then that was her not killing him, which made no sense for her character. And, Who's writing this stuff? And not, and I not, really, well, someone needs to take them to a writing class and, and not just, just talk that. about not staying just true that, to your Jack. characters. Also, when she confronted Luke Skywalker's uncle because she felt like she knew he knew something, well, shouldn't she have used your force mind read? Yeah. And oh, someone yeah. please punch me in the face with a brick. Because like that's this experience. You were, she was this. super suspicious of him, and I'm right? like, why not just grab yeah, it from is that his easy? Mind? <laughs> I just powered the whole time. You didn't use. Uh, it just didn't that's how I felt about freaking. <laughs> and, and then my man was out here. Like people knew that. Like the Inquisitors were there to find Jedi's, and the word on the street is there was a Jedi helping people. Like why wouldn't you have gone to this planet a long time ago to confront this guy? Facts. Ten years. Just so, saying. There's a big and how long did she know Leia was part of the family? Ten how years. Did, how did she know? How? Right. And why didn't she think to do that some somewhere in the course of the ten years? Who talked? And I never. Maybe this is in 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 the the, the first original movie. Why Obi Wan chose to to be with Luke instead of Leia? Like why he chose? Because obviously. Unless this was a rewrite in the new movies, Leia does have force potential. So why did he choose one over the other? Well, the Leia being the sister was was as big a reveal in the Star Wars films originally as you know right. Vader yeah. being his father. But, but what's Obi? Spoiler alert: Darth Vader is Luke's father. I'm not your father. <laughs> but what's Obi Wan's justification of not feeling the need to protect Leia? Yeah, I figured because maybe because she was a princess, you got plenty of guards. So I think it had more to do with like the, the misogynistic world we live in in this movie being right. from the 70s. So like, then you have okay. over 30 years. You don't think? Come on now. Maybe. Of course right. they're going to follow the boy. Right. Because the, the in, back then she had no real potential to be a hero. But that was retconned later. So now that we're making this series, now you have to justify to me why. Because he yeah. says, I can't leave him. I can't leave Luke Skywalker. He's like, she's missing. Why does Obi-Wan not feel equally as protective of Leia going missing if he was responsible for making sure both these children are safe? Doesn't make any sense. Also, Leia didn't have any powers in the first three movies. Right. Now, they kind of hint at she 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 does in the like the she last freaking of them. forces herself yes. from space. So you know the retcons there. You kind of allude to the fact that she has some sort of ability when she's reading that kid down, even if you think she's smart or not. It's weird behavior. So she's special. And Ben, Obi-Wan, they just need to justify why he chose Luke. And when she goes missing, why he's still choosing Luke. Like, her life doesn't matter. I didn't understand it. That was, that was odd. I mean, understanding the, he's a broken man. 
that I understood. He didn't save the other Jedi when the Jedi was in need. He was gonna let he was gonna let Luke's well, father die. Jimmy like Smith, a coward in the street. Jimmy Smith did say this isn't about the boy. You're not staying behind because of the boy. Basically, you're yes. staying behind. You don't want to get in the fight. So yeah, maybe, maybe that was their way of trying to like. I think so. Make it and make so sense. We're, 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 and that's also why him finding that moment where Leia was fi- falling off the building and he manages to kind of catch her ish is important because what we're looking at is someone refinding himself. That's what this series is. is yeah. This is that's the heart of the series that I love. It's the part of the series that while I'm going to watch the next episode is because I like Ewan McGregor's journey. Well, it's a broken ask, man putting his pieces together. Let me ask you this, though, because we've talked about this before. We know he does find himself. We know that he becomes whoever he's going to become for Leia to send the beacon to Obi-Wan later. Like, you know how this ends and you know how yes. he ends. But Pretty he goes much. back to his planet as the hermit. So... But with his soul intact this time, the Jedi. Because when we see him in the first, the original Star Wars 77, came out in 77, he is a Jedi. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got his saber on him. He goes into the barn, cuts the other guy's hand off. right? So how how riveting could this content be when you know all the major players survive whatever story they're going to tell? But that's why, that's why the emotion of this story is what matters. The Anakin... Uh, yeah. Obi-Wan well, story. Exactly. The heartbeat of this guy putting his pieces back together. And if they don't capitalize on that, That's where he has redemption, he has to refine himself and have redemption and forgiveness for the mistake he made. Right. And if they Man. at least do that, then I guess I'll be able to cringe through the bad chase scenes that are going to happen, some of the one-dimensional characters but and the, the plot. The problem holes. is now you get into inconsistencies because if we get this whole thing where we have this moment and we're going to have to have the moment between Anakin and Obi-Wan, like we're building to just whatever that conflict's going to be. If it doesn't emotionally feel the same as when they have conflict in Star Wars, and it's not going to, because when Darth Vader killed Obi-Wan in Star Wars, it didn't have the weight of what the prequels would suggest. Right. So the continuity is going to start getting weird. In the movies, I don't believe... I don't believe Leia met Obi like the, she knew to send the beacon to Obi Wan, but not because he saved her as a kid and we were running through this city. So maybe she well, never learns that's Obi Wan. Maybe she's well, but guy. look, you got 10, 15, 10, 12 years passed between this moment, whenever that beacon is sent, and the other movie. You know, this is a lot of time for a person in development. She's a he's a memory, a a, a big moment, but a, a few months in the child's memory. Fair. But like this is a defining. I think here's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see Leia as a child have Jedi powers ever. Because if she does, I go, why didn't she have it in the? I don't want her to know his name is Obi Wan. I don't. Doesn't she or doesn't she already know that? And she does know that in the movie. She asks in the movie when she sends the droid. She says her relationship to him is not you saved me when I was a kid and we went on an adventure. That wasn't the relationship. It's also not not that. The the beacon that's sent is pretty vague. And it's confusing for Luke because Luke goes, Obi-Wan? Don't you mean Ben Kenobi? Right. But he like Darth Vader killed Obi-Wan. Like we didn't get moments of Leia like, yo, this dude shaped my childhood. Like he saved my life when I was 10. Because the stuff is made out of content. Anytime you right. go back and do a prequel, you try to fill it in. And you're going to fill in th- some things that make sense, that, don't make sense. 
that's my concern is how much is this going to make it so if you go back and watch the original mm, it doesn't fit all the way but the, it already doesn't fit if you watch the first three before the original mm. because it, you sit here going wait the movie's about anakin what happened to anakin and why are we how is he just like a villain no real talk you, you cannot watch the movies in order somebody you said that to, <laughs> it's true it's true you I think it was, I think it was Christy Dotson from Purchase when she watched the movies for the first time. She said that she was Our like college friend, yeah, because she had never watched Star Wars. And then she goes, "Well, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it in sequence, not watch it when they came out. I'm gonna watch it how it's supposed to be." And she gets to Episode Four, and she's like, "This sucks." What What happened to Anakin? I'm following I mean, his story. Where Where'd he go? From a boy to a teenager to an adult to falling to the dark side. Then you jump into Episode Four, and he's pretty much like a faceless villain, like with without any real development until really Empire Strikes Back, where you get like I'm your father, but nothing, none of the story even following. Though. But that's gonna happen here too. Some version of that's gonna happen. Anytime you go back and you do a prequel, you're gonna add details that don't fit. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't but have I think, to. I think what happens when, look, I don't, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. You don't have to do a story that's going to mess up years of content. Not saying they will, but you don't have to. I am glad we're, we're out and about and on the run. And we are looking at a lone wolf and cub story here. Again, though, again. But they work. You'll, I'll watch that. But we just got it in a Star Wars content. <laughs> You about to get it again. Yeah. Like we just got it with Mandalorian. Like you, we well, you just about to get it again. It. Hopefully she doesn't do too much more running around though. You want that story of how she knows him, and now you're about to get it. I don't that ain't the story. I didn't need I didn't need this to be a Skywalker saga. I could have done this without Skywalkers involved. Well, I mean, how much was Kenobi doing as a hermit? You know, you gotta get He's something. Lying. He's laying low. I, honestly, yeah. this is this is this is smart. I think this is smart what they figured out. You could have kicked like, him into gear because of Anakin without the needing of Leia or Luke. I mean, you can kill but so many sand people, you know? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa I don't really say that. Actually, I looked that up. Sand people is a reference to Star Wars. If you Google it, Star yes. Wars stuff comes up. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But, um, another sand uh, term. Really easy, easy. Easy there, fella. Easy. easy. Um. Yeah, you could have got this guy into into gear, into motion without the needing of Luke or Leia, as these you know as what, these inquisitors are are hunting these towns looking for a Jedi, and it's like how many more Jedi is he gonna let die before he stands up? And then yeah, you could have got him into Anakin's grasp without I mean, the child. Yeah, I don't mad. know that I needed the parkour scene in there. I definitely did. I just needed her to catch him. I I I love when they go back seeing how powerful the Jedis really are, but they had limits on how they can do the, the cool stuff back then. So you saw like Luke Skywalker do like a one finger handstand to show you how physically powerful they are, but they couldn't do the stuff we can do now. So I love it. I just wish that if you're going to be jumping rooftops, you should, probably, you should probably catch the 10 year old who's like well, lying on the ground. 10 year old is mad elusive. Man. So third sister hunts Obi-Wan down. She finds him. And Obi-Wan and, 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 and Leia, like, reach the, like, Haja gave them something. Said, you got to get on this port. It's the only way out of here. They get up there. 
third sister's up there hunting them. She got, I can smell your fear, all that good, all the good villain stuff. And then the main dude, the alpha's like, fall back, I'll take care of it. She lightsabers him through the chest, through Again, the gut. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Like you got both, you got brother and sister there with the thing they've been looking for for 10 years. They stopped to have a conversation. And they, and of course, <laughs> They left while they're talking. Like, wait, wait, real talk. All the suspense was is they just left while they were talking. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that was that was the culmination of while y'all are having a conversation, we're just gonna slowly walk onto this ship. And the woman we saw scale buildings nearly fly, just watches it slowly take off. Like you could have force jumped onto the ship, destroyed the engines with your lightsaber. You just sat there and were like, Oh damn. You could have at least tried to hold it. Or something. She Anything? Could've, she could have jumped up there, man. Like, it took off slowly. I was it watching her. It, it was literally on her level. Yeah. And she said, and I'm she's like, like, oh, I get, well, I guess that ship's gone. <laughs> she's off by, but she, and then she says the most stereotypical villain thing to say. I'll find you. <laughs> so, oh, come yeah, on. there's a mix of amazing content with cheese and sometimes i love cheese cheese works but if the yeah, content is stinky isn't, cheese i love that stinky cheese baby but if, if the content's not cheesy the same thing i said about superman and lois the flash when they do things that are contrived i enjoy it because the content embraces that level of comicness. superman and lois is more grounded so if they start doing cheese on that it stands out like wait you're just gonna watch this ship go away as i saw you run rooftops and fly nearly yeah, and you got all these grounded actors doing grounded performances. And and the one thing about this content that honestly probably matters is the heartbeat of it. And so when that's what your thing hinges on, yeah, you don't need any of the cheese. And in the story, like when the third sister, because she is very angry and she is very driven, I, w- I needed to see you try to get on the ship and maybe fall off. Like I you- needed to know why. Well, we know why. She's, she, she's, she's from the gutter. She had nothing, and they embraced her, and she wants more power. It's power. Got to be more than that. She specifically yeah. wants Obi. Like, he has Because Va- Vader, Va- no, Vader wants him. She wants to find favor with Vader. She knows Vader wants him. She might have a, a relationship with Anakin or some type of thing with Anakin that makes her more privy to who I Obi-Wan mean, is to him. If it breaks out what she's, like, kind of, like, almost like an apprentice to Anakin's and yeah, okay, I'll take that. But as of right now, just like, bro, like you are on homeboy's butt for like, for what reason? Like, I need to know. I need to know why you, why you hanging off his dangling? Like, yeah. Like where's, where's Obi-Wan? Like why, why do you want? They got to flush her out. Otherwise she's going to continue to be an eyesore on, uh, on good, uh, on potential content and she doesn't seem like a bad actress she seems like she's, she's just really stuck into one she was thing in though queen's gambit i mean she she she's amazing and i feel like see i don't think she's stuck i think that's what the direction is that's tough i think i think the content listen sometimes an actress got to sometimes an actress got to be director proof no, and you can't. Still, no, still. no one's director proof when disney's paying your paycheck you pretty much going to do it the way they tell you to you don't get to go in and say, this is how I see it. No. Directors don't even get to do that with the mouse. You pretty much, this is the formula. And here, Listen, they're like, they may, not, they may not want it, this villain to have humanity. They might want you to be the Terminator. 
that check. And the Terminator ended up having more humanity than any other character that's nah, been out they, there. They might want her not to have any humanity. And as an actor, your job is to do the job. And the job is the yeah. director's devil's advocate. There's no I've devil's advocate. Plenty, You're not the boss. You don't pay I've the watch plenty of movies where it's just like <laughs> I'm like, did no one, like any of these actors, like read this script and be like, this doesn't make sense. Like point it out. Like this doesn't make sense. Of Can course they did. That? Of course they did. And some things got changed. And if, if, if you're in Hugh McGregor and you're number one on the call sheet, also an executive producer, yeah, you're probably in the writer's room. But if you number 10 on the call sheet, this is your first big thing. You think you're going in there and swinging around with a bunch of execs that'll replace you in two hey, seconds. Listen, nobody's, nobody's saying, what? nobody's saying the script needs talking to about? change. Nobody's saying the script needs to change but if you play one emotional truth on every line anger then that's your i'm saying the direct the direction of this was clearly that she is not supposed to have humanity she's supposed to be a machine she's supposed to be a force to be working with she's not Uh, supposed to have i don't know about that and she has she has plenty of emotion it's just one it's all one color that's the thing i don't know any actor artist out there director who at the end of the day is ever going to agree to the narrative that what we want to capture on film is one color you always want to uh, you always want roundedness and we're living in a day and age where content is a little better than we're not in the 80s and 90s of c- cinema or the 90s and early 2000s of cinema where things were a little more i don't know less interesting we have all this long form content television shows which is phenomenal actors doing phenomenal performances and so i don't think people in disney are trying to create content that isn't compelling or dimensional right and yet somehow this but i can see since i've seen this actress's work before in this show obi-wan's humanity is what we follow and then eventually we're going to be with anakin not everyone on this show gets to emote, emote and have their own corner if that's the direction of the show. If that's the direction, we need you to be scary. That's the job. Be scary. Be the thing they run from. We're, 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 we'll get to your backstory in episode five, but it's not about you right now. You know, we're, we're just extrapolating, but I even think about someone like um, Philip Seymour Hoffman in the Mission Impossible movie. This guy was scary without being scary. His performance had nuance, had texture, had depth, had detail, right? He up, was clearly the villain. You're bringing up actors. Uh, who can act. Who are They're, so accomplished, they can tell the director, this is what I want to do. I don't know about that. I think you start what? seeing a, you start seeing a person. I don't think Philip Seymour Hoffman needs to say anything. I think the camera was rolling and this performance was clearly undeniable. Someone doesn't need to act villainous in order to be a villain. And she's acting villainous in every scene. Listen, I I don't think we need to spend the whole time talking about her. But for me, if she's going to be the main villain of the series for a while, well, we'll see what happens with Anakin, Darth Vader. We'll see. But right now, she's the main antagonist. And she probably just moved up the rung instead of down the rung because she killed the other person who was in charge of her. We're going to be with her character for a while. And so for her character to be such a linchpin of this content, I just, I I'm cross my fingers that they give her a little more so we can identify why she is what she is. I don't need a flashback. I just need more range and depth within her performance if or her content. Is the choice of what they want to do with the character. We'll see it. If they just want her to be a stone cold killing machine. Then that's what we'll see. Cool. Then she needs to be less emotional if that's what it is. She needs to be whatever they decide she wants to be. <laughs> like this I, is I, 
this is not a it, it's not always a democracy it's a democracy if you're number one on the call sheet number two on the call sheet it's not a always this collaborative effort i just find it hard to believe that that would be a conscious choice anyone would make but they made it we don't know that i'm sorry but we don't know that so you're telling you me you know that as much as i know that i know what i'm watching i, I know what they, I, I, I know what they spent money on and i know that there's post-production editing and i know there's a such thing as recasting someone that doesn't fit so whatever we're watching ultimately was okay with someone important of course but how many how many times have we seen that now whether it's a good actor getting pigeon held into a thing or a good actor who's, I don't know, off the mark maybe, and they interpreted the thing very clearly, and that's what they think they're going for, and they're getting positive reinforcement. Well, that could be the thing too. What I'm saying is, I don't know, but honestly, you don't either. And so we're just extrapolating. I'm not extrapolating. I'm interpreting it the way they gave it to me. They said, this is the way they wanted to be. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the way you want it to be. Because you, if, Rich, if you serve me chicken with hot sauce on it, I assume you wanted it spicy. I'm not going to go where he clearly didn't understand that this should be sweet. No. <laughs> he gave it to me spicy and spicy. Why, why are your chicken sweet? Why are your chicken sweet? You know? <laughs> this is the way they serve the dish. I'm, I'm, the taking, dish. As, I'm taking that as her being, I mean, it probably is going to get old, but her being angry is maybe her interpretation of being a Sith because anger is like one of the things of being on the dark side. That's where you draw your, your power from. Mm. And I just yeah. looked up kind of off the topic because I, I want to know who the first brother was because the, uh, the guy with the weird hat was the fifth brother. Fast and Furious, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I'm like, that's crazy. But um, yeah, Count Dooku was the first brother. Didn't know that. Mm. Now we know. The more you know. <laughs> well, uh, I enjoy it. I'm digging it. I don't have a high expectation level. I didn't enjoy Boba Fett. I couldn't, I didn't finish it. I just didn't know who to care for. Here, this content shows me exactly what I'm supposed to care about in two seconds. You didn't finish Boba Fett? Wow, and I was like, life is too short. Because the last two episodes of Boba Fett are phenomenal. They're all about Mandalorian. I'll go back and watch those. You should. Before Mandalorian drops. (laughs) You should. I will. I will. Also, he's got the dark saber in it. Yeah, Sick. He got the dark saber. I will go back and watch the last two from Man. You gotta watch the last two. I'm all about Man though. But Boba, the whole, the whole dark. He, he basically he debos the whole series because there's a whole episode where Boba Fett's not even in it. It's just Mando. Yeah. Because they they made the Boba Fett series they wanted to make, and it's called Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yeah. They made they made what they wanted to do already. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll go back and watch those Fett. last two; they're good. Oh, most definitely. Um, well, that's it, guys. I enjoyed it. Rich, you said you enjoyed it. Jackie said you enjoyed it. We all have issues. I think we all have similar issues around it, and we'll see where it goes. We'll see if it jacks up continuity, creates new continuity. Heck. For all we know, they can open up a multiverse and we can find out this isn't even the right timeline. Anything can go here. <laughs> Star Wars hasn't done multiverse yet. Everyone has. Star Trek has, of course. But we Star, know. Star Trek, but this is Star Wars. Is right. not. Everyone's going to get into the multiverse. It's not, it's oh, not upset people right now confusing Star Trek and Star Wars. Okay, buddy? Uh-oh. Like, that's ended marriages, man. Let's yeah. not do that. Yo, I got some recommendations. Recommendations. So we're talking about Boba Fett. So we're talking, I mean, excuse me, we're talking about, well, Boba Fett as well as Mandalorian as well as Obi-Wan. Series that were spurned off of a movie that went on to do well 
Uh, first up I have is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The movie did not do well, but the series went on to do like, I think 10 seasons. It went on to be amazing. And Joss yeah. Whedon hated the movie because what he wrote got changed so much. So he just took his original script and that's the actual TV series that came out was his actual real idea for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Next recommendation is The Watchmen. The Watchmen was a movie made by Jack's favorite director, Zack Snyder. He's great. (laughs) And it was turned into an HBO series, which is basically pretty much a sequel to the comic book, not of the movie, but it still turned into a successful series that unfortunately isn't going forward, at least as far as we know. Next up, Hannah of Darkness. Army of Darkness? Wow. Army of Freaking Darkness is a sequel series to the original Sam Raimi's Evil Dead and Army of Darkness movies. Uh, Yes, that's dope. And Hannah. Yes, Hannah was a dope film. The series, I haven't seen it, but it's successful. And the series is kind of a retelling of the story. Or does it pick up from the movie? It's a start over. It's retelling. Start, so it's a retelling of the story. Um, and Hannah's great. If y'all dug Hannah, if y'all dug freaking 13, 14 year olds weaponized to kill anybody and everybody with their bare hands, Hannah is a joint for you, man. It's got the weight. It's got the weight of that's what I like to my violent stuff, man. You have one more? Well, time traveler's wife. The time traveler's wife. Well. So far, we'll see if it's a successful series, but it is a series so far, and so far, I'm enjoying it. I think you will too, Jack. Um, but those are the recommendations, man. There has been a lot of a good... Oh, we got one more. How about a reverse? A reverse recommendation. A series turned into a movie, The A-Team. Did we like that? Was that a good movie? Yeah, it was fun. It was Jack, you're all over the place, man. You ah, caught flags okay. on the Batman, and you're talking about The A-Team. Ah, Ah, but that's, listen, you got to know what your content is. I smell what you're cooking, man. I smell what you're cooking. Well, like we said, the appropriate amount of cheese on a cheesy meal works. Yes, 18 was dope. Hey, what the, we're going to reverse it. Let's end it on this. Mission and freaking possible. Wow. Talk about leveling the heck up. Yeah. Dude. That's a a big level up. Dude. Dude. And each sequel kind of rebooted itself as it went along. If you watch the first Mission Impossible movie and the last one, you're like, wait, this is the same. Well, the the real Mission Impossible series actually started with the third one. That's when they figured out what they're doing. Right. And y'all want to talk about ahead of its time. The first Mission Impossible movie, by the end of it, you learn that the lead character in the series is the villain. They turned the lead guy that you that, that our parents were following for years on TV into the villain of the movie and kill him at the end. This is before the internet can get pissed off. This is before like, yeah, about that. all that stuff. Nick, can you imagine if they did that now? Can you imagine? Riding in streets. Man. Yeah. Anyways, I hope y'all had a good time. Listen to us. You can catch us on Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. Make sure you download, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast, man. Write a review. It helps with the algorithm. And we'll be back. Same bat time, same bat channel. Peace.